Amen. Amen. So we say this in love, young ladies. Love you, you ain't gonna go to hell because you got pretty legs and we ain't. But it'll help somebody else go if they can see them and stuff. You cover your stuff up. If a man wanna go bear hunting, he'll wait all night for it. But he won't even go outdoors for a cat because there's too many of them. Let's start the show. This is episode 97, and we're still trying to make it to heaven. Bars. Oh, yeah, folks. <laughs> Steph, Chuck, and myself, Keith, we are in this thing for episode 97. We're getting closer to 100. Not 100. Mm-hmm. Not 100, but 100. 100. 100. And we, uh, spell it H U N N I D. Yes, Lord. <laughs> and I don't know what where are we going to do for episode 100, but. Because we've been asked, so. We have. We really have. And I don't know. We'll take it out. I know last year uh, we had a pretty good one year anniversary episode that people. That almost didn't happen. About. We didn't even have anything. Yeah. We really? No, we didn't. We hadn't been keeping up with it. Because I remember y'all called forgot. me. Yeah, y'all did call me like last minute. Like, mm-hmm. I want you to say a little something. And now I'm a co-host. Wow. Mm. Time has really flown by, ain't it? Yes. Third time's a charm. Yeah. I'm telling you. Well, <laughs> it's not a charm. It's a blessing. <laughs> Third time is a blessing. <laughs> I just caught up to that. I love y'all. Wow. <laughs> Third time is a blessing. Let's go ahead and jump into this top ten. Woo! Oh, okay. Well, can I ask this before we start the top ten? Go ahead. How y'all doing this morning? Because you're so rude. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I done spent the last forty-eight hours with you jokers talking. Hey, you love us. <laughs> I wait nothing to happen between now and then. No. Um. Well, I'm doing good. I will say that last night we had like the freakiest thing happen. Oh gosh. Um so we f- of course, as per normal, fell asleep downstairs on the couch watching TV and I I know we recorded a sports podcast last night so I I I did all the editing and everything and then went out there and sat down and the attempt was to watch finish watching hands handmaid's tale that's a a show on um on hulu 
it's a crazy, crazy series that I didn't think I would get into, but man, um, and I could actually see something like that happening too, but we were going to watch that, but, um, my wife had took some medication treating her illness and she dozed off and I thought I was going to be wide awake and boom, it hit me. So anyways, fast forward to about, about two o'clock in the morning, we went upstairs and got in bed. And when we got in the bed, it was like, man, I can't go back to sleep that much, really. So at first, my wife was like, maybe I should turn the TV on. Maybe we could watch something until we fall asleep because sometimes we do that. And I was like, eh, it's okay. We ain't got to turn the TV on because, I mean, I think we'll go to sleep pretty soon. So I actually had my phone watching YouTube. And all of a sudden, we hear something go, ooh, exactly like that. We jumped up. And I'm like, what in the hell was that? So, and it sounded like it was on the side of my wife's bed, on her side. Like it came from that, you know, it came from not over in my area, the way that the room is set up. And she's like, I don't know. It sounded like it was over me. I said, yeah. So then we jump out of the bed. We look at each other crazy. So the way that the bed, the way that we have it set up, Kobe, his bed, his his big old crate. We we as, as soon as you uh, for for everybody that's listening, we have two English bulldogs. One is Kobe. He's a black. He's a multicolor black, white, and brown bulldog. And then we have Dolly. She's a girl. She's a tricolor um, English bulldog too. She's gray, white, and brown. But anyways, Kobe is. His 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 bed is like when you walk into our door, he's like right there um, as you enter the door. That's where he's always been. Dolls are a creature of habit. If you try to change anything, they go nuts. So um, we've always kept his bed there. And then <laughs> that's on the on Iris's side. And then on my side of the bed, where that's where Dolly sleeps. So we jumped up and the way that we have them sleeping in their big old beds is we put a big cover over their crate. So they have their crate and inside they got a big old bed and we put covers over it because it just gives them, you know, peace and comfort. So they don't have to see lights and you know what I mean? So we lift up the cover. I'm like, what in the world? They just looking at us. Ain't no way in hell a dog made a noise like that. So then we run down the hall to Isaac's room He's all sprawled out on the bed, knocked out sleep, which is weird because, you know, usually it's a weekend. He up playing video games. But he was knocked out sleep. And I told my wife, I said, ain't no way in the world that was Isaac making that noise because his door is closed and it's down the hall. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That sounded like it was in the room. Mm. And she's like, I don't know. So it had us a little shook for a couple of hours. Well, for about an hour, I think we finally f- drifted off for about an hour but i had to get up in like two hours after that but even while i was sleeping it started sounding like it started sounding as if i've heard things like somebody walking through the the, the hallway uh, i don't know i just start hearing things I, I guess that was my anxiety peaked up but i was ready for whatever but i had the alarm on the house and everything so i'm just like what you know but it it, it sounded like a human being going "Ooh, it was not the dogs going, ooh, it wasn't. And I'm, and I told 
Iris, I said, thank God we were both awake because can you imagine us both explaining it to each other? And she's like, yeah, no, me explaining that to you. You would have just, <laughs> you would have gave me the hardest time. You'd have been like, see, and I told you about watching that devil stuff going to bed. <laughs> but it was the creepiest thing because it sound like a human. Now, it, it could have possibly been Isaac. Um, but it sounded like it was in our room. Oh wow! So, yeah, that was my night. Um, mm. John, I can't top that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you talked that through and rationalized whether or not, uh, or tried to explain where that what that noise was. So, um, great ghost detective work there um thank you oh also i smoked some good chicken wings last night too man before we recorded oh yeah i thought that sentence was about to end (laughs) (laughs) when you said smoked i looked up like what yeah smoked some chicken wings some uh, smoke but you know anyways yeah that, that was my evening so you can't top that huh wit no i cannot um i had a very uneventful friday evening I was here at the house with the family, uh, spent some time with the wife, um, rubbed her feet since, um, she runs every day. So I, uh, go on, went on ahead and gave her a foot rub. And after I got sick of that, I went and <laughs> watched what I wanted to watch because she was watching something on Lifetime, which is usually Christmas related. And I can only take about 15 minutes of that. <sighs> and, uh, messed around and played with my daughter a little bit. And um, after that, I just went down to the YouTube rabbit hole. Um, watched something on Peacock that we'll probably discuss sometime next week. And uh, that was it. That was my night. Very uneventful. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Steph, what about you? <sighs> I mean, I, I don't know. My Friday night, you know, I like I said, like we said, I recorded with you guys a sports uh, podcast last night, and then I spent my Friday night cleaning up, hmm. which is usually right. what I do when I'm when I'm frustrated a little. So yeah. All right. Well, sounds good. That sounds great. Let's get into the top ten. True. Y'all didn't think I was going to bust it out this early, huh? I didn't. I didn't. Steph may not sound like to our listeners like a robot, but she does sound like she is using the voice box originated by Roger Zapp. Really? Do I still? Yes. Do I still? Is it bad? You sound like computer love. Oh no, I wonder why. Computer love. It'll probably clear up pretty soon though. But I don't again the listeners won't hear it. Just me and John. It's all good though. I don't like that. Woo. Um the top ten. Let me back up from the microphone. Is that better? Is that a little better? I don't think that's gonna work. It'll sort itself out over time. Yeah. No worries. Did it did it last night? You know it did. did. Mm -hmm. Okay. Top ten for this week, Ooh, which was you, voted on by you guys. What 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 you say, Seth? Now you sound robotic. Ugh. Really? Okay. Yeah. okay. Mm. Now you sound normal now. 
<laughs> top ten <laughs> that was voted on by everybody that uh, listens to the show. You follow us on our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter. We had top ten Spike Lee movies against top ten um, most shocking world local news. And it was very close in the beginning. It was going both ways. And at the end, Spike Lee pulled out, uh, not literally, but he pulled out. Um, Pause. <laughs> this was the most difficult one for me. Oh, it was, and I had to narrow it down to only the the movies that he directed, not produced, not any of that. You know, let me say something. I wonder how folks that's been married and they, they're either widowed or divorced go back into the dating life, because mm-hmm. that means you know, unless you know, you just don't care, but. That normally means you got to go back to buying condoms and stuff. Where did that come from? And I just, I'm just thinking about what I just said about Spike Lee. He pulled out, not literally. Oh. And I'm just like, you know, oh God, I, I ain't bought no condoms in a very long time, so I wouldn't know what to do. I would be like a teenager. Like, where where do I go? You know, listen, listen. Listen, Mama Johnson, if you're listening, I remember you told me a long time ago, before I get on this recording with these boys to go in my closet and pray. And I promise you, Mama Johnson, I do pray before I I get on with Keith and John. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you for making sure that I stay covered because I can't deal with your son. Wow. So not only when I go in my closet do I need to pray for myself, (laughs) I need to pray for Iris too. She needs to be covered. (laughs) That's gotta be that's gotta be a tough thing. What aisle are they on again? (laughs) So that's what came to mind to you. I don't know why I did, but man, listen, for all of you all that are newly single, for whatever manner, I tell you that. That's that's a hard readjustment of life. I bet it is. I I'm not making fun. In a, I thought you were going in a totally different direction when you said that. Because <sighs> I just had a conversation with somebody a couple of days ago. I said I would <laughs> never date a widower. Why not? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Tell me why. I, I okay. So the one or two girls that were women I know my age who are married to widowers who are also <laughs> my our age. Um, Mm -hmm. the stories are just a little too out there for me. And I I don't have the patience. I don't have the time, like the, the constant comparisons to the deceased wife and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, shrines to the deceased wife in the house and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's not just stuff on TV. Like it happens for real. And I can't. I'm going to tell you something. Mm -hmm. And I'm not speaking this to existence, but. God forbid something like that does happen. <laughs> the dating thing. First of all, I don't think I'll be able to date. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know I won't. I'm, we've had this discussion before on the show about what type of man I would be and what type of man I am. 
So it just wouldn't work out for me. But I think that if you if you are upfront and set the expectations, that allows the other person to go, hey, can't do it, won't do it, can't win with them, can't play with them, and be honest. And I think, you know, not just in that situation, but all situations where relationships happen, honesty is the key. We have to be a little bit more honest with each other and just not put on just for the sake of, you know, being in a relationship. Um, Listen, there's certain things that I do. There's certain there, there was. Listen, when my wife and I were dating and I said, man, she really is the one. The first thing I asked, I said, hey. We get married. Um, you trying to hyphenate your name? Because that's a big thing in their culture. You know, in the, the Spanish culture, Puerto Rican, you know, all of them, they like to hyphenate their names. And that just was a deal breaker for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, um, you know, so I was just waiting for that answer. And she was like, no, I don't want to be Rivera no more. I, everybody's Rivera. I was like, yeah, you're right. There's about a million Rivera's. Um, so excuse me she said uh no and i said oh okay cool mm-hmm. you know and and i told her i said you know that was something that i did not personally want and i gave her my reasons and steph i've shared my reasons with you i've shared my reasons in our group before and some people may think that's pretty chauvinistic or whatever the new age um complaining and moaning from the women is now when the man says something like that. But listen, I stand firm behind it. You want to keep your last name, stay married to your daddy. Yes. That's just my, that's just me. And and I get it. Hey, you may think whatever you want to call me, it just, or whatever type of ist I am, whatever you want to name me, that's fine. I just feel like in that instance, if you, and, and you want that, traditional wedding where your father walks you down the aisle but you don't want to release from that then you know okay but that's not how i want to because in my in my thought process and the way that i think when and this isn't like you know you being sold or anything don't get that twisted what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but your father has this protection over you as a woman as as his daughter this you know and you're by yourself he's still your protector and when he walks down an aisle with you and he's, you know, bringing you down to your soon to be husband, that's my responsibility now to protect my wife. I'm her number one protector. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that takes care of her. I make sure, you know, she's protected. She feels safe. All the things that need to be done, you know, minimal things, uh, oil changes, you know, tire changes, you know, just stuff like that protector of the house protector of this woman that i am going to marry that is now my duty so if you tell me that hey i want to sit here and i want to hyphenate my name that means you still to me want to hold on to your father and i have nothing but respect and love for your father but your father's not your protector anymore he's still your daddy he's still your father i'm never don't get that twisted either. There's no disrespect there. 
But the father's saying, hey, all right, son, I'm trusting you to take care of one of my precious jewels, which is my daughter. I'm trusting you to put her first. Well, after Christ, after God, I'm trusting you to put her first and to respect, honor, obey and love her. And protect her to I don't even need I don't have to I can go to sleep peacefully knowing that my daughter has a great man there to protect her. But the hyphenating and, you know, and and people have their own reasons and I'm not going, I'm not sitting here, you know, um, looking down or, you know, telling you that you're wrong. I'm telling you for my personal reasons, I couldn't do that. I would not do that because I, I, I believe that I, I, and, and the same thing for me. Hey, God blesses me with a daughter. If I'm walking her down the aisle, hey, son, I trust you. That's it. My daughter come to me. Well, I want to no, no, not if you want to marry that man. Well, don't disrespect him and hyphenate your name. That's it. You and him are building me, me and your mother already built something. Now it's time for you and him to build something together. And and I don't feel like you're going to build something together while you're still trying to hold on to us. That's just my thought. Sorry, I went on a tangent there. It's fine. Went on a small tangent. My bad, but. That's cool. And, and, and it spinned off of the uh, <laughs> buying condoms. <laughs> yeah, it's like we went from buying condoms to walking down the aisle and changing names. Uh, I love us for real. Steph, <laughs> let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. And then we're really going to get into top 10. Is that something that you would want to do? Hyphenate your name? I used to. Okay. I used to want to, but then. Um, uh. I don't know. I I don't know what made me change my mind per se, because I used to want to just hold on to um, my maiden name and and for the wrong reasons, if that makes sense. So um, once I uh, addressed it with my therapist, and I mean, of course, I'm nowhere near marriage, but once I addressed that with her, and then she was like, "Your reasons for wanting to hang on to your last name." Uh, your maiden name, she was like, it's like you're, you're casting your marriage out from the get-go. You're not even giving marriage a chance. So, mm. yeah. And then, you know, pregnancy too. And I was just like, you know, um, what if I marry this child's father? You know, I don't want to have a different last name for my baby. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Okay. Understood. Understood. Yeah. All right. Top 10. Uh, so Spike Lee won. We're going to do that top 10 now. But before we do the top 10, John, it is his choice for next week. Ooh. John, what do you have in store for us for the voting on Tuesday morning um, on all our social medias? Here we go. Oh, boy. Please. This is going to be Christmas theme. Uh, this okay. coming Tuesday. So first is top 10 Christmas movies of all time versus top 10 Christmas songs of all time. Oh, I like that. I love it. Easy peasy. Yeah, I like this. I really like this. He took it easy on us, honey, because listen, John be having me over here pulling my hair out. (laughs) I almost um, 
put Jay Z up against one of these. So don't do that to me, y'all. I for real. <laughs> Maybe I the third real. time would listen, be the charm. Jay, listen, Jay Z songs. I I promise y'all, catch a case of laryngitis that week, <clears throat> and then we'll just push it back. <laughs> um, <laughs> great choice. You know, last year we didn't get a chance to do any holiday themed. <laughs> we most certainly did not. Um, Why? Top 10. So let's go ahead and jump into the top ten. I think last week. Question. I was y'all... first. Wow. Steph was second. John was third, if I'm not mistaken. So this week, Steph will go first. John will go second, and I will go last. I like the way my question wasn't answered. How but difficult was this? A difficult top ten for for both of you. It was difficult for me. I put mine together in about five minutes. <gasps> wow! Wow! Big time. Well, I had Ooh, to. Man. Yeah, I had to weed out the. I based it on just movies he directed, so I had to weed out like the produced movies, like The Best Man and all that good stuff. So, oh, that's right, he did produce because <clears throat> his brother, no, his cousin is the one that. Directed. Directed it. Shelton, yeah. yeah. Not Shelton. Is it Shelton? Malcolm. His name is Shelton. Malcolm is his cousin. Malcolm Lee. He's yeah. Shelton, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Steph, what do you have for us? Do you got honorable mentions? I know you do. I Come do. on through. Ja- Jasmine and Dwayne, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have three honorable mentions. Uh, for my honorable mentions, I have She Hate Me. Red Hook Summer and Black Klansman. Mm. Um, and for number 10, He Got Game. All right. Uh, he Got Game was the movie starring Denzel Washington and Ray Allen. Yes. And Rosario Dawson. Very good movie. It was uh, sports themed. Mm-hmm. Good pick. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah. I was I couldn't decide if I wanted he got game at 10 or she hate me. I was going back and forth between those two. Mm-hmm. So, um he got game one out. All right. Yeah. John, when you said Christmas songs as w- the ones that we're voting for, the first thing came in my mind was in my mind. <laughs> I don't know why that part just played in my head. Listen. It's gonna be that was my daddy's favorite, favorite, favorite Christmas song, and I can't even listen to it without crying now. It's so, oh, man. oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, that's that's a tough thing, man. Um, man, that's tough. I, I, every day I think about it. Anytime I think about it, stuff, I, I pray for you because. Um, you know, when you've lost someone close to you and a parent is as close as you can be other than your spouse, you know, if you, if you don't have a spouse. Um, I, I felt like I lost a parent when my grandmother passed away. And but it wasn't a parent. Right. I still have my parents, uh, both of them. And, and and to. Know. When the holidays come up, that's a special type of pain it is. and loss, you know? So I always keep you in my prayers when it's that Thank time. Thank you. Yeah, I tell people it's like Christmas morning. It's like there's a chill in the house. It's, it can, yeah. I can't explain it, but, you know, thank you for your prayers because it's really tough. 
All right, John, you got any honorable mentions for us? No, I don't have any honorable mentions. Oh, man. John was, let me tell you something. John was straight (laughs) to the point on this top 10. This may have been the first time I ever heard John not have an honorable mention when it was allowed. Go ahead, big time. I don't like that dig. Uh, Number 10, She Hate Me. I love that movie. (laughs) Quick fat. I've never seen that movie. You would have a lot to say about it if you watched it. I'm going to have to take a look. You would have a lot to to say about it. I think, I don't know. You can back me up or not back me up, John. I think every man should watch it. I'll co-sign on that, yeah. I think every black man should watch it. Okay. Because it takes objectification. It looks at it from a whole new angle. So, hmm. All right. I'll take a look at it. I'm not opposed to doing that. I just I just never got around to watching it. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't want to see it. I just, I don't know. And I love I love Anthony Mackie, too. He's, I think he's a great talent. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a cornball playing Captain America, but that's story. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, they could have got somebody else. Um, so for me, I have one honorable mention. Surprise, surprise. I'll let you, boy. Mm-hmm. My honorable mention is Mo Better Blues. I um, I liked it, but it wasn't enough to be in my top ten. Okay. Yeah. Number, and I also think Wesley and Denzel should have played a lot more movies together. Just my I agree. Opinion. Number 10. One of the sickest movies that you ever see. It was actually a remake of a Japanese movie, but it was a great movie. Oh boy. I never seen it. Oof. Be prepared to be mentally effed up by the end of that movie. Oh boy. Old, Old boy. boy. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you're going to be mentally fried. Oh, gosh. It tied. I think uh, I had to do a mental cleansing for That's a couple Josh of days. Rowan. I yes. watch it because uh, I go on vacation in January. I watch Ooh. it my first day of vacation. All right. And I do want to apologize to everybody. I did. We talked about it at the end of the episode, last episode 96, that we were going to jump and talk about the Casey Anthony documentary on peacock i did not get a chance to watch it just yet Me either big time did some of it yeah i watched some of it but i'm not so finished. steph we need to finish it so we can talk about it for now i never wanted to watch it to begin with but <laughs> when do you ever want to watch anything that's uh and we were the public? ones pushing to watch it and and right. john finished before us mm-hmm. shame we're gonna get to it john next week Thank i'm you. gonna definitely watch it appreciation Number nine, Steph. What you got for number nine? Jungle Fever. We got Jungle Fever. We got Jungle Fever. Okay. You know, when that movie came out, I was just so like in awe of how well Samuel L. Jackson played a crackhead, not knowing he was really on drugs. Yes. 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 All right. Number nine. Big time. Jungle Fever. He got jungle fever. Y'all both got all right. I'm the only one on here with jungle fever. Okay. 
Number nine. It's not really jungle not fever quite. for you. That's yeah. Not, yeah. Not accurate. Don't tell Dr. Umar that. Number nine. I'll tell <laughs> <laughs> The wife is a woman of color. Don't play. Uh, number nine is, for me, he got game. Okay. Um, great movie. Uh, it was exciting as a teenager to see Rosario Dawson undressed. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but it was a good movie. Very, very, very good movie. So I was hoping they were re- they would have revisit that later on. I know Spike Lee does not do sequels, but I think that would have been great. But yeah, number nine for me. Number eight, Steph, what do you have? Inside Man. All right. That was a Denzel Washington. What was the uh, the Aussie's name? I always get him mixed up with Russell Crowe. Um, Russell Crowe? Yeah. No, it wasn't Russell Crowe. Wait, no, that was... Um, it wasn't Russell? It's the other guy. It's... Uh, 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 what's his name? I get him mixed up with Russell Crowe. Clive Owen. There you go. There you okay. Go. Clive Owen. Clive okay. Owen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, number eight, John, what you got? Inside Man. Wow, John. <laughs> Did you copy my list? Maybe. I don't know. All right. Number eight for me, Get on the Bus. Ah. I used to watch that all the time. Great movie. Number seven, Steph, what do you have? Clockers. All right. I still haven't seen that movie either. Oh, wow. Come on. That's with Bokeem Woodbine, right? Yeah. Why do people always act like they don't know Bokeem's name? I don't know. As many black movies as he's been in, as much like they be like, they post this picture on social media. Does anybody know this man's name? Y'all stop disrespecting um, Bokeem like that. Just say you don't know how to pronounce it. I, I think right. I take that. <laughs> right. Like, stop, stop disrespecting that man because he has been, he has, like, contributed to what I love to call um, um, Black Hollywood, you know, mm-hmm. the Blackbuster movies. Yeah. Um, you know, so much. He did a phenomenal job in Queen and Slim. Y'all stop disrespecting that man. I just think they can't pronounce it still. You so think they, that's they, what they, it is? That's what I think it is, really mm-hmm. and truly. Uh, number eight, uh, number seven, John, what you got? Get on the bus. All right. Yes, sir. Uh, very Wait, sad that the old man. Nobody died. has yeah. nothing in common other than their race. It's an awesome premise. So, mm-hmm. uh, number seven for me, jungle fever. And, uh, like you guys stated so earlier, um, Steph did Sam played such a phenomenal crackhead, but I think Holly Berry was even better as a crackhead. Oh, man. Y'all can't convince me she ain't been on crack with this and losing Isaiah and half the other roles where she looked like she on crack. All right, Jess. All right, Mathis. (laughs) You know know what? (laughs) Did you hear John? John said, all right, Mathis. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Cause so you you just, admit, she does play a good crackhead. <laughs> yes, convincing. She she does, but you went down the list and I'm like, all right, all right, Judge. <laughs> all right. 
for those of you who may be new to the podcast, he is. I mean, crackheads are his specialty. Yes. You know, and I just, yeah. yeah, I just roll with it. We just roll with it. And, you know, if you ever had the pleasure of of talking to him through text messages, you're going to get that Judge Mathis meme with him using his gavel as a crack pipe. <laughs> I just can't. So, yeah. 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 Oh, man. Gator did that dance, and that was the end for him. Um, Number six. What you got for number six, Steph? Um, this particular movie, even though I loved it and it was way ahead of its time, I like the series better and that she's gotta have it. Hmm. Yeah. I like the All series right. better. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. John, what you got for number six? I have clockers. All right. Number six. Man, I'm I'm I I gotta check this movie out. I gotta uh, Yeah. Clockers and, and she's all, what was the other one? I about to say she's all that. What was the number y'all number ten movie? She hate me. She hate, she hate me. me. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Um, number six for me, maybe pretty down on the list. Not high enough for a lot of people, but you know, I, I still loved it. Just not as much as the top five. School days. School days is my number six. Uh, I remember actually seeing that movie in a the movie theater. Really? Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing it. it was a little cute. I, no, I saw it at home. I hope you didn't go to the theater. Yeah, I, I was. That. I was eight. Yeah, I was. I was six. But I remember. I remember it. I remember it. I, I just thought it was a very colorful, lively uh-huh. movie with all the singing and everything. So great movie, though. Great, great movie. Number and, and did I read that? Well, his name was Larry at the time, but Lawrence and Spike didn't get along. That's why he hasn't been in another Spike Lee movie. Yeah, I read that too. Yeah. Such a shame. Such a shame. Number five. What you got for number five, Steph? Do the right thing. All right. Great movie. Great, great movie. Yes. John, what you got for number five? School Days. All right. Yes, sir. Great. Another great movie. Yes. Number five for me is Black Klansman. That was a very well done movie. I really enjoyed it. And um, I need to see more of uh, Mr. Washington. Spike and Denzel were just magic together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was his son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. John David. Yeah. 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 That's why I said I need to see more of him. Yeah. I feel like he's, you know, I'm pretty sure he's very picky with his roles, but uh, he's a great actor. Well, great with actor. him, it's like when you see him, you see his mama, but when you close your eyes, oh my god, dad, oh my isn't that so creepy? He's like, the, <laughs> yeah, he is the perfect combination of his parents. Like, yeah. oh my god, but just like his mama. Then you hear him open that mouth, like, wait a minute. Stole Miss Paula's whole face because I have because my mom, you know, I told my mom, I said, Mom, you close your eyes, you don't know it's not Denzel. Right, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Uh, number four, Steph, what do you have? Cricklin. Great movie. Yes. Great movie. Oh. All right, John, what you got for number four? Black Klansman. All right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh what's his name is a underrated actor too. 
I always call him Kylo Ren, but because um, I'm, I'm Star Wars. Um, uh, so what'd you say? I always call him Kylo Ren from the Star Wars movie. Oh, but, okay. uh, what is his name? Uh, is it Adam Driver? There you I go. Yes, 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 yes. Adam Driver. Uh, my number four, The Five Bloods. I really, really, really enjoy that movie. And I, I just love everything that Delroy Lindo is in. He's a phenomenal, underrated actor to me. So The Five Bloods is my number four. What you got for number three, Steph? Mo Better Blues. All right. All right. I think we probably all have the same number one. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I don't think we do. You, you, you might okay. We might not. John, what you got for number three? Mo better blues. All right. Okay. Uh, my number three is going to shock a lot of people. Oh God! Because you probably would have thought it'd have been my number one, but it mm-hmm. actually is not. Still one of my favorite movies of all time. But as far as Spike Lee movies go, it is number three on my list, and that is Malcolm X. that is my number three we would not be unanimous today number two Steph what you got for number two my number two is school days all right Uh, love 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 school days (sighs) Yes, you fit right in with Tisha Campbell and them, huh? No, I don't. Sure. You know what? That's a that's a discussion for another episode. I'm going to put this out there. I am not light-skinned. You got to be light-skinned to be part of them. I am beautifully brown. You don't have to be light-skinned to be part of them. I'm sure they, they are part of the special Bloomingdale's club just like you are. I definitely would have been a jigaboo. Mm. Had I had I, yeah. I don't think they shop at Bloomingdale's. Oh God. Number two, John. What you got? He got game. Okay. All right. Great movie. Um you know the actress, I don't I can't recall her name, but the actress that played uh, Denzel's wife and she's she was in Jungle Fever. She's an underrated actress. You don't see much of her either. Mostly with Spike Lee movies though. I don't know her name off the top of my head though. Um, Number two for me is one of my favorite movies. Favorite movies. Do the Right Thing. Oh man, yes. Uh, love that movie. I've always loved that movie. Just hate it, hate it, hate it to this day. Hate the ending with Radio Raheem. But um, the point was driven home with that. We're down to number one. We know that mine was not Malcolm X. I'm pretty sure you, you telegraphed that uh, we would be unanimous and I kind of. You know, put it into that party. Steph, go ahead and come with your number one. You already know my number one is Malcolm X. All right. You already know. John, is it unanimous with you? Well, not unanimous, but are you second on that vote? I'm second that vote, yeah. All right, Malcolm X. 
My number one movie of all time for Spike Lee is a movie that it, it hit every emotion possible for me. Laughing, crying, mad. I mean, it, it just hit it all for me. And this is, I, I, me personally, this is a perfect movie and it's highly underrated. And that's Crooklyn. I okay. love, love, love that movie. Yes. Um, I, like I said before, Daryl Lindo, one of the most underrated, but oh um, yes, Black Mariah. Uh, wait a minute, is it Black Mariah? What was the name in uh, Luke Cage? Not Black Mariah. I forgot her name. But anyways, um, the actress. Uh, <laughs> God. Why is her name escaping me right now? Um, what's that lady's name? The lead actress, Steph. Um, Alfred Woodard. Alfred Woodard. Yes, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Underrated actress as well. She, I don't think she gets her acclaim. I like her better than Viola. Yes, she could play. She can many play. Different. Yeah, she she has range. Love you, yes. Viola, but you don't have any range. Bro. Luke Cage. I mean, and of course. Her most famous role, Holiday Heart. I mean, that's a classic role at the ending there when she almost when she got ran over with the bike. Uh, you can never replace that scene. But she did a great job. And the kids that were in this movie did a great job, especially the, the young lady, which is, I'm sure, a grown woman now. Haven't seen her in any movies, but she did a phenomenal job. Just a phenomenal movie. So. That my number one. I like this. I like Spike Lee movies. Got to make me go back and watch some of these, and I got to watch the ones that I have not that you guys recommended. So, yeah, good job, everybody. Yes, I enjoyed that. Yes. Now, let's move on to some news. One of the headlines this week, and if you listen to our sports podcast, it drops every Friday. Except this time, it dropped on Saturday. A um, little bit behind on schedule, but it still dropped. We decided that we were not going to talk about Brittany Griner, the American woman basketball star who was detained by Russian authorities back in February. Well, she made it back safely to the United States after being released from custody in a prisoner exchange according to a CNN crew on the ground. Um, Brittany Griner stepped off the plane shortly after 5.30 a.m. Eastern Friday at Kelly Field in San Antonio, Texas. Her release was secured after a prisoner swap between the U.S. and Russia that involved international arms dealer Victor Bout, Mm -hmm. who was arrested in 2008 in Thailand and extradited to the United States in 2010. Uh... Let's see here. So Griner's arrest and conviction played out against the backdrop of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and added further attention to the plights of other Americans in Russian custody. President Joe Biden said efforts to bring Griner home took painstaking and intense negotiations as he thanked members of his administration who were involved. The final deal itself came together over the past 48 hours. The official said launching the process of moving Griner from the penal colony where she was serving a lengthy sentence. Uh, Biden gave final approval for the prisoner swap 
Freeing Griner over the past week, an official familiar with the matter said, Bout Victor has returned home to Russia, the Russian Foreign Ministry said Thursday. The prisoner exchange with Griner was completely successful. Hello. Uh, What'd you say there, John? Can you hear me, John? I can hear you just fine. Okay. What'd you say, John? I think he's still reading that article. He is still reading. <laughs> Maybe he can't hear No, us. he stopped. I think. Um, oh, y'all can't hear me? just realized that something has gone awry and his internet connection has said, screw it hmm. for the moment. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. So we are in filibuster mode. <laughs> He'll come back. So maybe I should start reading the first few chapters of the Iliad. Oh, goodness. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just listen. dropped off. He's probably cursing up a storm now. Well, it's just us two now. So it looks yes, like. it is. Well, folks, we so, will be right back. Yeah. I think. We think. Don't know what he plans to do. I didn't want to start a new topic without him because that's what I was going to do if we were still recording, just start a whole new topic. He just sent a text. Y'all cannot hear me. He's going to have to edit all this out. (laughs) Oh, he's coming back. Hooray. Yay. (laughs) We hear you now. Yeah, talk a little. All right, so technical difficulties as a mother. You hear me? I'm sitting there <laughs> rambling and going on about Brittany Griner and John and uh, Steph cannot hear a doggone thing. But we back, baby. Oh, <laughs> so what I was talking about was basically which everyone that's been reading the news or listening to the news is, you know, what happened, how she got over there. We've talked about it before on the show and the uh, exchange between her and Victor um, bout. Mm-hmm. I think I said that right, but it wasn't what we thought it would be. Um, Brittany was released and uh, Americans were up in arms about it. <laughs> they Ooh. were not happy with this release, um, we had former President Donald J. Trump speak about why this was such an idiotic move and why they didn't get Paul Whelan. Now, mind you, Paul Whelan and Victor were in prison while he was a president, while he was the president of the United States mm-hmm. and friends with the Russians and he never uh, attempted to negotiate that release. And, you know, before we get into what the Americans have said, you know, how could you leave a Marine over there? I mean, listen, I'm all for everybody getting out. Everybody that's unfairly there. But you guys are so-called Americans that support America. And you're arguing for a Canadian to get out. Yes, Paul right. Whelan is, an, is a he's Canadian. Not an he's not American. Yeah, he 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 served in the 
United States Marine with the U.S., British, and Irish, and Canadian citizenship, but he was born, and he is a Canadian uh, citizen. So, but we know why <clears throat> you guys were upset. Mm-hmm. Has nothing to do with uh, Brittany Griner um, being an athlete or supposedly uh, not loving America. It has nothing to do with that. It's two things. Uh, she's black. She's a woman. Well, I don't know. She, does she identify as a woman? Yeah, she does. Okay. Listen, I ain't trying to make light of it before we go into the detail, but I got thrown all the way to hell off when I heard her talk. I had never heard her talk before. Oh, you have never heard her talk? No. Oh, okay. I thought it was a voiceover or something. I thought somebody was just, you know, you know how people make videos and do a voiceover. I said, no, nah, bro. I went to another video. That girl voice deeper than yours and mine, John. You sure she identifies a woman? She does. She does identify as a woman, a lesbian woman. Didn't somebody say she don't have um, breasts? Her pronouns are she and her. Oh, okay. That voice threw me the hell off. I'm sorry. That mm-hmm. She sounded like me right now. And I said, no, <laughs> y'all joking. But anyways. Uh, back to the most important thing. I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding it. <laughs> I mean, he had questions, and listen, we provided some answers. Yeah, his I, his questions his questions are fine. It's just the way he asks. Delivery questions. is very um, comedic. And, uh, <sighs> it wouldn't yeah. be no other way. Listen, you know I'm, trying, I mean? <laughs> I'm trying to stay composed throughout this entire. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listen, because I mean, hey, thank God y'all wasn't like in front of my face when I heard her voice because it would have been even worse. I never heard her voice before. I never heard her talk. Um, it was the video of her being on the plane, like answering, you know, about being happy to come back. I said, come on, this is a voiceover. I knew what her voice sounded like when she was back mm-hmm. in Baylor. Yeah. Oh, see, I never, you know, I never listened to any of the uh, press conferences or in I, I had never seen any videos of her I mean, other than seeing her. So mm-hmm. man, I was I blown was, for a little bit. I was like that with um the rapper Glorilla. She has a really deep voice too. You know, I kind of figured that her voice would look like be like that because how she looked. You okay, know, well, um, <laughs> he took it left. Wow. You know, okay. Yeah. But, but hold on. You know <laughs> I don't even know who, what Loretta looks like and look up her songs. Google real quick, John. All right. Um Glorilla. Glorilla. Because her real name is Gloria. Yeah. And her name is Gloria Hallelujah. I don't know her last name. Woo. Listen, she from Memphis. All Memphis female rappers uh have a deep voice. Gangsta Boo. I used to love Gangsta Boo in love with her. Um and LaChat, it all sound like me. Listen. Oh, God. But that's because they be smoking Brittany, about 20 squares a day. Brittany, hey. if you should hear this, we are very sorry, darling. No, no, no. I, hey, listen. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make fun of her. I just mm-hmm. was thrown off. But can I tell you one more thing? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, I don't know if you guys, I'm sure Steph, because Steph is on social media, John, you may have came across him one or two times. 
um, the girl named Krishan Rock. Yes. Oh my God. What in the hell happened to her voice? Her what face. in the hell happened to her? She was mm. this beautiful young lady athlete um, in college. She ran track. They played a video of her talking and she sounded like, I said, wait a minute. That can't be the same young lady. She got caught up in the life. Come on, Mathis. Drugs. Let me tell you something, y'all. <laughs> drugs will destroy <laughs> your life. I mean, drugs will really destroy your life. And, and, and I get it. We all have vices. Mine is food. Um, mm, mine too. You know, we have vices. I, I can't sit here and, and, and preach, but when you're doing something intentional like that, especially when you have people that love you and loved ones. Um, you got to follow Louisa Woods. I'm sorry. Yeah. Woods is the last name. Correct. Yes. Please look up a video. I'm going to send a video to you, uh, John, of Creshawn, of her like running track and talking. Hell, she even competed in, um, what was that she competed in? Uh, uh, what's that? What's that obstacle course show? They used to have on ABC. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but yeah. I think it was Wipeout. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't Wipeout, it was something else. But she competed on that, and now she has this horsey, rapsy. It's it's like, what in the world? But Isn't her front tooth gone? Yes. Front tooth is gone. She has a replacement. She'll put it in, but she says... A young man doesn't like for her to have it in him. They both are abusive, but man, it looked mm-hmm. like she'd be whooping his behind. Like she literally his whooping. face tattooed on her neck or something. Yeah. yeah she'd be beating crazy. his behind. But anyways, I'm sorry. We got off course here. Mm-hmm. Back to you guys in America. The real reason why you all are upset is that she's black and she's a lesbian. I've never heard so much um, vitriol for a person getting re- an American getting released when you're all about America. Um, well, at least, you know, uh, two years ago, four years ago, you guys were all, all about America, but now um, it was a problem. And again, like I said, the former president of the United States had every ample opportunity to get Paul Whelan released. Um, I think he was a spy as well. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. But, you know, that's the problem is that this young lady is black. And because let's all be honest here, whenever there were exchanges in the past, when there have been athletes held overseas and we've had, you know, people like Muhammad Ali or other people go and negotiate the release of these American citizens, it was silence. No one had anything to say Oh, other than, oh, my God, Muhammad Ali or Whoever, you know, is is a great person. Mm-hmm. But because a black lesbian was arrested for a minor charge, and you guys keep saying she shouldn't have broke the law. Okay. Oh, that's making me mad. I'm sorry. Maybe you should never leave your house because all of us break the law. Rather it's going 10, 15 miles over the speed limit, making it a legal turn, um, 
whatever the case is, we break the law every day. There's not one person on this planet that can say they live by the laws of the land every single day and never break a law. That's a lie. Your tongue is telling a lie. Mm-hmm. The young lady got caught smoking. Okay. Do you think the crime justifies the punishment? You're telling me that she deserved to be put in prison for 19 years and then be shipped off to a colony where you know she was being abused and all that? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> because the next time you get pulled over for a speeding ticket or doing something illegal, maybe you should be shipped off to a prison because you okay. broke the law. You broke the law. All I'm saying is if you're all about America and all this other stuff, it shouldn't matter what the exchange is for. And again, that young man, Paul, hey, they they should get him out, but he's not an American citizen. Regardless if he served in the armed forces, he's not an American citizen. That's what y'all all about is America, right? Steph, John, what y'all got on this? Um, For me, I've sat here since, uh, was it Thursday that she was released? I've sat here since Thursday and I have read numerous comments. I showed you, I shared with you all the text messages that someone sent me. Um, And I've watched the jokes and, you know, all of this stuff. It really disgusts me. I'm not even going to say it, it pains me. I'm so disgusted by the complete disrespect from black men. And I hate to keep saying that y'all, I hate to put y'all on the spot like this, but it's just too much. Um, I have, I saw one guy say, you know, that was one last black B-I-T-C-H we would have had to deal with over here. One less period or something dumb Mm -hmm. like that. Um, and I asked him, I said, do you say these things to your black mother, your black daughters, or your black wife? Mm. He blocked me. Um, I see several black men, and I'm not saying the women are exempt from this because I've seen it from women too, but I've seen several black men whining about, you know, why her and not why the, the Canadian Marine. Um, I've seen a couple of black men say she didn't deserve to be released and her sentence should have been more harsh because she had no business over there smoking and blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, I saw another saying, you know, she shouldn't have been playing ball in Russia to begin with. She should have been satisfied with the salary she gets from the WNBA. Right. On the other hand, you know, you have those that want to crack jokes about how, you know, nobody cares about the WNBA. Nobody goes to the games and, you know, all of this stuff. Why all of that may very well be true. Why is it funny? That's what I don't get. Why is it funny that the WNBA isn't supported? Why is it why is it funny that they don't make money? Why is it funny that nobody really goes to the games? Like, why is that a joke? I, I I can't for the life of me understand that. Um, and it's just heartbreaking to watch our men, black men. It's just heartbreaking to watch these comments go on and on and on. I really had to like unplug for a few hours because, you know, I, I hop on social media when I have a free minute because I like to stay up on current events, you know, for us, for the podcast sake. But I had to really unplug the other day for a few hours because I was hurt. Like my feelings were hurt. 
And I know people say I'm emotional. I take things personal. But when it comes to Black women, I really do take things personally because it is personal. So that's just my thought on that. Yeah, it's um, it's quite disheartening uh, watching a lot of the vitriol that uh, it's completely unwarranted, especially Americans stating that uh, uh, Brittany Griner is un-American because she doesn't like the way things are being handled here in America. And those are mostly for uh, white Americans uh, who don't understand uh, what her message is and what it was when it comes to the black plight in these United States of America. Mm-hmm. And it's completely weird to me, all these people coming out of the woodwork who have the unmitigated gall and hubris mm-hmm. to come out here and understand how um, diplomatic affairs, especially complicated, uh, sensitive diplomatic affairs, such as prisoner swaps are conducted. Stating, oh, America's weak. Um, mm-hmm. We're weak for this. Uh, why didn't we get Mr. Whelan out? The other uh, American uh, uh He's a retired uh, uh, Marine. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, granted, and once again, granted, they were both involved in sham trials. Uh, Keith, thank you for pointing out the fact that uh, the Trump administration probably had an opportunity to get him out during his tenure because he was he's been detained since 2018. In Russia. So I don't understand where all this hate comes from. I thought this was the land of the free, home of the brave. We're supposed to protect people's First Amendment rights. <laughs> Just because you don't like what somebody says uh, doesn't necessarily mean that uh, they're they're not American. They're just, once again, uh, partaking in this American process. Right. Um, so if she has something to say and you are not willing to listen to it, you shouldn't sit there and denigrate somebody and state that they should remain over there because they broke the law. Because once again, if you just did a simple Google search as far as Russia and how Russia operates and what their marijuana laws are, this didn't fit the bill at all. Mm-hmm. Point zero 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 seven of of vape uh, fluid doesn't constitute a nine year prison sentence in some internment camp or whatever they call it over there. You know she got railroaded. I know Mister Whelan got railroaded once again as as I mentioned before. They're both sham trials, mm-hmm. and. You know, Russell did it so they can get something. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. And mm-hmm. let's be honest. I didn't know anything about Mr. Whelan for the most part until Brittany Griner came up. Didn't know anything about him. And the way this works, Brittany Griner is more high, high profile than Paul. Much more high profile. Mm-hmm. So more than likely, they probably lobbied to try to get him out. But if Russia says no, he's staying. He's staying. And you got to take whatever you can get. So, 
And then on top of that, please remember, this is uh, this is still politics. Joseph Robinette Biden's probably going to try to get reelected the next term. He had to get something. He had to have something to hang his hat on. And more than likely come the, um, what does he have every year? The um, State of the Union? He might have Brittany Griner sitting up there in that press box with, with, with uh, his mm-hmm. wife. To engage in political demagoguery. I don't think that's a word, but but anywho. Mm-hmm. So men and women, black men, I don't know what's going on, but you got to do better. We got bigger fish to fry. Remember, Brett Favre's still out there. He's Ooh. one of 30-something names in a $5 million lawsuit to recoup $77 million of misappropriated funds in Mississippi. Could have went to Jackson State. Absolutely. And it could have gone for people who were. Uh, All right. Once again, we are back. Cut off again. Mm. The devil is working. Busy. busy. It's the, the spirit of them haters praying against us. That's that's all it is. But mm-hmm. John, you were you were talking about. Um, you had left off. Well, you got cut off in the middle of your speech as far as with the. Uh, you know. 2018 is when Mr. Whalen was in and uh, you know, I, I think you were summing up what yeah. should be. Yeah, basically the vitriol is misplaced. Um, I think there's bigger fish to fry and I was alluding to Brett Favre. Yeah. If you want to get mad at somebody, get mad at that. Him and 30 other people um, caught up in a uh, uh, federal uh, misappropriation of funds. It's seventy-seven million dollars gone missing, or was spent on a, a a volleyball facility at uh, University of Southern Mississippi uh, because his daughter had to play volleyball. So, if you want to be mad, be mad at that. Um, once again, there's there's other things that we should be focused on, and you should be happy that an American is back home with her family. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well said, sir. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Crazy news, but she's home. I'm sure her family is excited. And a girlfriend is a oh, wife. Is she married? She's married. Okay. Yeah. I know they're all excited. On to some funny news. Yesterday, Miss Steph uh, sent me a message about our boy. We've talked about this young man before on the show, Mr. Derek Jackson. Woo. Uh, last year we actually talked about him. <clears throat> Derek Jackson is this uh self-proclaimed fraud. Yeah. Fraudulent <laughs> relationship guru. There you go. So apparently uh lawsuit escaper Tasha K 
the blogger that was <laughs> sued over her mm. malicious and false spreading of lies about uh, artist Cardi B, who's still running from making them payments and trying to set an appeal. She posted pictures of Derek Jackson out of the country with another young lady that did not look like his wife. So immediately after the post went viral, Derek Jackson made a uh, post on, you know, social media saying over the past several months, my family and I have gone through many changes. Some of you have speculated while others of you have reached out to offer support as we privately establish this new normal for ourselves and our beautiful children. Wait a minute. Speculated. (laughs) 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 Earlier this year, after much prayer, counseling and deep consideration, we decided to go our separate ways and file for divorce. Was this before or after she looked like she was being held hostage and then she came out condemning and damning and putting voodoo on, you know, whatever she was trying to say mm, to everybody yeah. that had something to say? Um, Using Bible verses to send death threats to people. Is what yeah. Making the decision to file was one of the hardest decisions of my life. Oh, he letting you know he made that decision. Yeah, yep. not there. <laughs> but I found peace knowing that our mission of raising healthy children, starting with healthy and whole parents, is still being accomplished. That doesn't it's a shield. Do. Yeah, there you go. Kids, it's a shield now. <laughs> From falling in love as just teenagers to becoming spouses and now co-parents, I'm grateful for the years we spent together and wouldn't trade them for anything. I was blessed to have such an amazing person in my life and will forever be thankful for all she's meant to our family. We ask that if you pray to please pray for us as we navigate this grieving process. If not, please respect our privacy. Bro, you're not grieving. Listen, I'm not bothering God with that. I'm not bothering God with that. I got other stuff to pray for. And he, no, no. You grieving okay. by being deep into some other woman. What you talking about? Listen, listen. I, whoo, God help me. God help me. Let me tell y'all something right now. This, this man sat there and bamboozled with several women. I'm not going to say men because a lot of men didn't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Okay? I don't think really it is. I was just one of those one, women that was just from jump. Like, this mm. N-word is out of his mind. Like, it, he just seemed phony from jump, okay? And he sat right there, oh, men, ladies should love you. I mean, ladies, men should love you as is, your natural hair, and this, that, and the third. And then he, his wife got up on Beyonce's internet looking like a whole fool, and he went out here cheating on her with the opposite of what he said men should love. Ooh. Make it make sense for me. Hmm. And she, she like a fool, got up on 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 the national stage in pajamas and a bonnet, and pledged her <laughs> undying loyalty and love to this man. While he was out there cheating on her with a bunch of Erica Mena types, then turn around and 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 use Bible verses to send death threats to people. Like, I wish the end of days for your spouses and your children and your children's children and you know all this stuff. And I'm looking like, oh my god! Now, but this this man has once again embarrassed you. Now wait a minute, Nesta. 
Mm-hmm. I got to stop you on one thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that Erica Mina is one of the prettiest women, but this woman ain't look nothing like no Erica Mina. You know type. what I mean. Like the built body types. That ain't, it, oh, her body looked like that? Because I didn't even see a body. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't talking about the face. No, no. Oh. The, the built body. Okay. Yeah. She looked like she, she partakes in a couple of extracurricular activities that people like Ooh, to. Manna? Well, the girl. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about the, the Mathis activities? Or? Yes. Okay. I knew exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> I just want to, I knew, but I wanted, I wanted clarity for the, for the audience that yes. he's, he said it uh, she looks like she allegedly partakes in, in cocaine. That wig she had on yeah. was all wet and damp and she just looked, her eyes were kind of glossed over in that picture. Uh, but look at his, it. look at his eyes. He looks like he's kind of bent. Oh, he's always partake. Why do you think he's able to get up on social media and, and, and do that? But listen. He allegedly partakes. Y'all gave him the platform, Steph. I'm y'all not, I'm not including myself in that, y'all. I'm going to separate myself. I'm going to separate myself on this one because you know, for as far back a few years, especially in our Facebook group, I have been well outspoken against Jackson. Like, God. A from the of, from the turtlenecks of, to to the to the craziness, I'm just listen, like nah. Y'all kept this man in business. Yeah, y'all kept this man in business, lady. <laughs> <laughs> he has irritated my soul. But you know what? A lot of these, and I think that's a topic we should explore on another show. A lot of these internet relationship gurus really irritate my soul. Mm. They do because. I feel like they make black women look like victims and I don't like to be victimized. What do you mean by that? It makes it seem like we are completely helpless. Um, Like we're charity cases per se. That's how it feels. That's how it comes across. It's one thing if you want to sit there and say black women should be treated better. Um, but the constant videos and this, that, and that, it, it feels like it's phony. Like they, they feel like those relationship gurus make me think they were the guys that were in high school that would really, really just be extra sweet to women just to get in their panties. That's how they come across to me. Like it's fake. It's just, you know, to get something. Um, so no, I just feel like they paint us as these helpless victims all the time. And I don't like that. Say something sweet mm-hmm. to get in their panties. Wow. Mm-hmm. You've known mm-hmm. guys like that. You know guys who still do that. That say something sweet? Just all nice and extra wonderful and too good to be true. And then boom, you don't hear from them no more. You know, I'm going to have to say this. Mm-hmm. I don't. Really? No. All the, all the guys I know of, they're a-holes. they a-holes up front. Mm-hmm. And um, it seems like um, women seem to gravitate towards the a-holes. Or sometimes you can be an a-hole magnet. Right. <clears throat> yes. Because I, I tell people all the time, I am for sure a broken man magnet. Mm. They can sniff me out from a mile away. Damn. 
Wow. But I tell people too, as a single, never been married woman, you know, when you see all this stuff, and I know it's just social media, but these are these people's real lives and stuff. It's real discouraging. Why is it discouraging? I think I'm, oh God, I didn't want to make this about me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think I'm at a point where I truly and honestly don't want to be bothered. Um, Because I think I shared this on an earlier show. I said this to my therapist. I'm more afraid of falling in love than I am of dying. Wow. Okay. That's some harsh words there. I mean, why are you afraid? Are you basing it off of other people's experience? In In a combination of my own. I don't have another heartbreak in me. I don't. I don't have it in me to endure another one. So I'd just rather not be bothered. But life is about heartbreaks still. Mm, Some of those heartbreaks could have been avoided. Right. So. But it's it's so much heartbreak that it has me looking at love like it's not for me. Well, hold on. Uh You said some of those heartbreaks could be avoided. Uh Why weren't they? I'm not putting blame on anybody else. I can take responsibility for my actions. But if it's a situation where a man comes around and he's trying to pursue me and I say to him, I don't want, you know, I'm good in my space, but it's constant. You know, I'm going to pursue. I'm going to pursue. I really like you. I really like you. And then, you know, you wear it down and then boom, you change up. Your representative leaves the building when you could have just left me alone to begin with. Could just find somebody else to pursue. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they they you know it's an open season. You can pursue all you want. Mm-hmm. Do you allow the pursuant to make it to the end to the to the end zone? Right. Yeah, and that's why I say I can take responsibility for my stuff. But it's just I'm so irritated with the concept of love and romance right now. I just rather not be bothered. But here we go. This is what you said earlier. Mm-hmm. You said you attract broken men. Mm-hmm. Is there a little part of you inside that enjoy that part of being with a broken man? I'm a fixer for sure. Mm. So that's a problem. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. So how do you remove yourself from being a fixer in certain situations where you know that the end results will not be in your favor? Just don't date. That ain't the answer. Oh, dang. Thought I had the answer, John. <laughs> that is not the answer. <laughs> What'd he say? <laughs> Derek Jackson. <laughs> Listen, I just... Yeah, I'm I'm good. Mm. When you say good, what does that mean? I want to focus on my career and on school and myself. Like, I don't want to date. So you can't do those things without dating? I can do those things and date, but I just don't want to date. I mean, anymore. with dating, not without yeah, dating. I just don't want to date anymore. 
So you just don't want to date. So you want to be by yourself for the rest of your life. That's what you're saying. I mean, I probably don't have much of a choice anyway, but I'm just at the Why do you feel like you don't have a choice? You don't think some people are meant to be by themselves? No, I think that when God created us, he created us all to be with a mate. Uh-huh. Um, he didn't create us for the purpose of being by ourselves. Uh-huh. I believe that when you want to be by yourself, that is a uh-huh. choice. Uh-huh. Um, and that's okay. Because uh-huh. you have to know your your boundaries and know what is going to make you happy. Ultimately, it's all about what makes you happy at the end of the day. You can't sit there and live a life of misery. You know what I'm saying? Just for the sake of saying, hey, I want to be in a relationship or anything like that. No, not saying that. But I I do think, you know, it it is a choice. And I'm not saying it's a bad choice Mm -hmm. um, because I don't I, I haven't necessarily went through your experiences. I don't know your experiences other than what you tell me. And so. You know, you tell me, hey, I'm just tired. You have every right to be tired. I do think that at times when we as people will entertain a certain audience and it's always that same audience, then, of course, it's going to cause us to be tired of a certain thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that if we sometimes step out of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. The results may be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you like stepping out of your comfort zone. I mean, no, I'm not going to date white men. I'm not. They they don't have to be white. Okay. I thought you were going there. Maybe date a five, eight brother. Um, Maybe date a brother that, that, uh, maybe date a brother that, you know, may be closer to Drake's skin tone. You know, just all these other things that you object at doing, Mm -hmm. they may yield a different result in the end. And not saying that, oh, my God, the first time you do something like that, it's just going to garner positive results initially. No, but I think that if people are more open to stepping out of their comfort zone, the results may be different. And and like you said earlier, you attract and take in broken men, right? Mm-hmm. So during the initial conversations, getting to know, you're able to pick up on who, who's broken or not. You already have that radar on. Um, maybe, okay, it stops here. You're broken. I've seen it 20, 30 times over. I'm done. Let me move on to the next. And allow yourself that. And maybe then the outlook may change. And it may not. You know, like I said, if that if that if being alone is what makes you happy, there's a pay. I've seen plenty of people, um, more so women than men, um, happy being by themselves. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that's not your end result because it may well be. 
and I'm all for what makes people happy. But if there is a desire there for you, I think that stepping a little bit out of your comfort zone, um, if that's what you would like to do, then I think you should try that and see what the results may yield for you stepping out of that. So that's, that's just what I have to say. But if you, if you feel like you're going to be happy by yourself then all means, I, what what was the Tyler Perry movie? I can do all, I can do bad all by myself. That's true. (laughs) It's really true. It is. You know, you can sit there and be miserable all by yourself. You can, you can sit there and be bad all by yourself. You know what I'm saying? You don't need anybody else being a, uh, anchor to, uh, your unhappiness or misery or anything like that. So, I, I, hey, yeah, I feel it's a poetry anyway, but leave the broken men alone. I'm just weary, y'all. I'm so weary, <laughs> wounded, and sad. Oh, child. But I, I think that you, you know what I'm saying. You, you got, you have the time, and 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 you have the time to sit there and. And think of what's going to be good and great for Steph. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to make any, I'm not going to say, you know, that type. Well, I'll just say, you don't have to make your end game decision now. You've got the rest mm-hmm. of your life to yeah. know what's what's going to be good for Steph. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, no one can make Steph happy. No, I'm sorry. No one can make Steph happy as happy as Steph can. And no one knows what will mm-hmm. make Steph happy more than Steph. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, real quick, before I we get out of here with the city that has been supporting us. Did y'all hear about the alleged killer of uh rapper takeoff from Migos being arrested? Yes, I heard. I did not. Okay. <clears throat> well, he was arrested. His name is Patrick Clark. They arrested him. He was actually allegedly on his way out of the country. So when he stood before a judge the other day, he asked to be granted $5,000 to hire a private investigator. Yeah. um, To help him with his defense. He said he needed the money because they use all their expenses to hire a defense attorney. And he desperately needed a private investigator to prove his innocence. And the judge awarded it to him, surprisingly. Oh, I didn't know that he was awarded it. Yes. Dang. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they did obtain an affidavit, um, New York Times did, that what happened with the murder it was a heated dice game, which led to punches being thrown, which led to shots being fired that unfortunately cost takeoff. 
The affidavit states that Quavo was involved in a lucrative dice game with two other males, including Cameron Joshua, who was arrested and charged with felony possession of a firearm on the night of the shooting when he reportedly lost. An argument then ensued and tensions began to rise. A man in Quavo's camp, Willie Bland, says that he noticed when Quavo turned around, Cameron was reaching into his pocket where he had a firearm as if he was going to pull it out. Bland says he then punched Cameron before he acted. Then all hell broke loose. From there, two people fired off guns from the opposing sides with Bland being confirmed as one of the people. Mm. The affidavit noted Bland's location at the time of the shooting was not consistent with injuries suffered by takeoff to blame him for the rapper's death. Mm. It also stated the alleged takeoff killer, Patrick Xavier Clark was the only person seen firing off a weapon in the direction towards takeoff. Clark was charged with the murder because of fingerprints left on a wine bottle he was holding during the shooting. The wine bottle was left in the House of Blues parking lot after Clark fled the scene. Uh, whew. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, oof, that's a lot. It is. Really heavy. I'm tired of these nigga moments. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was the best way to put it, John. Yes. Boondocks called it. I just watched that episode uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, but that's the only way I can really characterize what, what took place at that dice game. <laughs> Why are people, rich people, playing dice? They can't leave their life alone. It's the lifestyle. It's not even about the money. Some people just can't leave that gutter-ass life, which for the Amigos... Um, you know, for them, for Quavon, I'll say I'm still puzzled by that because they aren't even from Atlanta. They're from Gwinnett. They didn't grow up like that. No. Qu- Quavo and Takeoff, for sure. No. Now, Offset, he's been in and out of jail, ain't it? Since they were young, if I'm not mistaken. But even still, like, who, what would you playing dice for? And the sad part about it was Takeoff was in the cut, minding his business. Mm. And people can get mad at me all they want. I'm going to say it, and I'm going to say it with my whole chest. This man died because his uncle is a hothead. That's that's the rumors. That is the rumors. Allegedly. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> Gotta thank Tiffany Gordon. Yes. yes. Not trying to get sued. That's right. But uh, yeah. One more piece of business. Your boy uh had an album put out called I Admit It. <laughs> from prison, Robert Kelly. About R. Kelly. Yes. From prison. But he can, yeah, but he and spoke I learned, out. I learned that that admitted song was old. Yeah, he said he didn't he didn't he didn't put this out and he hadn't recorded anything. He came out, he said, I'm not putting out any albums. My only focus is the appeal. Why would I put out an album out called I Admit It? So that was released on Friday. Yeah. MCA said a bootlegger released it. 
Yeah, and it somehow got to all the streaming platforms and everything. It was pulled within a couple of hours. But uh, somebody released it and somebody that had some power, right? Because even I don't think a bootlegger can, well, I don't know how it works, but can a bootlegger get this uploaded and upstream to all the streaming? Well, I guess you can. You can upload go anything. upload a song That's right, right now. That's yeah, right. you can go to Apple Music and upload a song. That's right. So <clears throat> it's like, um, but I don't know if Title just didn't allow it up at all, or they must have snatched it down really quickly. Because when they were talking about it, I went to Title to look first, and it wasn't there at all. <laughs> and uh, Apple and Spotify had it up. Yeah, yeah I went and looked when I saw it. When I, mm-hmm. you know, I was seeing like, oh, you got up, and it wasn't up on Apple or Spotify at that time. Mm-hmm. So I know I had been a couple hours late. So they moved quickly. And he they made a, a statement from prison. And he didn't put nothing out like that. So well, the only reason I knew about it, because I have to look at a Tony Baker post. Mm. <laughs> what Tony Baker say? <laughs> Basically, how in the hell did you put out a whole album from prison? <laughs> but I don't think I don't know if Tony actually vetted the information of whether or not this is a legitimate album or not. But there are plenty of savants out there who are great at hacking and who attain information. And in this particular case, so uh, music files and said, "Hey, let me go ahead and upload these on different <laughs> um, downloading sites," uh, which is amazing. So. I didn't give it any much thought after that, uh, after Tony Baker's. I didn't, because I really didn't care, because I wasn't going to listen to it anyway. So, Yeah, I heard that it, it made one of the tracks like a, a trapped in the closet type trilogy. <laughs> well, I ain't going to say trilogy, because he came out with about 18 versions of it. But. Uh, Robert, Robert, Robert. And isn't he working on trying to get out? Like, they, there's like a chance he could get out? He does, Didn't he appeal... Um, one of his convictions. Yeah, and they said he has a good chance of uh, getting out because of that. I don't know, but I'm with you. I think he's in the uh, process of trying to get himself out. So, or in the at least in the appellate courts to get mm. himself out. So we'll see. The ladies want him out, Steph. They sure do. <laughs> <laughs> they Shoot. do. I Man. don't. They've been screaming free Robert for a long time. A long time. Well, hey, we'll see how it plays out for Mr. Robert. Piss on him, Kelly. Mm. Steph. What city? Do I'm we? not laughing at him today. <laughs> I'm not laughing I at him expected today. That, man. What city? Do we ever we expect the stuff that comes out of his mouth? Do we ever expect it? This is true. Yeah. This is true. <sighs> what city um, are we celebrating this week for download? So this on week Kelly. we have. <laughs> This week for our city, we have Stowe, S-T-O-W, Ohio, with a population of 34,837. Notable people from Stowe, uh, poker genius Joe Ebanks, and singer, actress, whatever else she does, Haley Bennett. 
Um, there was also, they listed some serial killer that's from Stowe. I was just like, uh, I'm not going to do that. Them, Who's but. Haley Bennett? Um. Oh gosh, how can I best describe her? I only know her. Um. Um. Oh gosh, what was I watching? And I was like, I know her. She played in. Um, remember that? Oh gosh, what was that? Music and lyrics. You ever seen that music? That movie. <clears throat> she was in there. She played in the Equalizer too. Uh, the Denzel version. Yes. Yes. Which one? The first or second? Uh, the first. Was she the girl? Wait a minute. I thought Chloe Moretz was the girl in the first one. Or maybe not. I don't. Remember. She she was in there as well. Okay. She you, was. Yeah. She. What was, was she doing in it? Um. Gosh. Who was she? One of those kids? Or was that the second Equalizer? Yeah. I look up. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but Haley Haley Bennett is um uh she played in the Equalizer. Um, I'm trying to think of what else you may know her from. Uh, I can't is it Haley Bennett. Yes, H A L E Y. She's from Ohio. She was, she was born. Yeah, she was born. I was raised there. One of the two. I got to go back to the page. She was born in Fort Myers. She was raised in Ohio. Ohio. She, okay. Yeah. I'm looking at her and I don't you don't recall know, you don't her being her. in and no, I'm looking yeah. at her, I don't recall her being uh in Hold on. maybe if I go to Wikipedia because I don't She's in the equalizer. Okay. I just don't remember seeing her face in I that. was trying okay, yeah, I was right. She was in music and lyrics. Mm. Um I didn't I don't remember her from Marley and Me. I'm trying to look at the movies I've seen her in. Hmm. I don't remember filmography. Her. I don't remember her from the Magnificent Seven. I need Me to start either. going to Wikipedia when I look this stuff up. Now, listen, hmm. you said the first person was a, what was he now? Joe Ebanks. He, the poker guy. And, 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 and what was the like, word you described him as? I said poker genius. Okay. Can I ask this question real quick? How are you a poker genius when it's the luck of the draw with the cards you get? Listen, some people are just lucky at at being gurus. Well, not just the luck of the cards you draw. You got to know how to play the hand, too. A lot of that skill. Yeah. To be honest with you, a lot of that skill. Yeah. I know it's the luck of the draw, but you got to yeah. know exactly what's in the deck. And mm-hmm. you have to sit there and run calculations as to what suit the other player may have, especially yeah. in any type of poker game, especially yeah. Texas Hold'em. Yes, because so, I in playing poker, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. In learning how to play and in actually playing, I always get a headache because I'm like, I can't do this. Too John, old. have you ever played it? Only online, and um, I remember when it was really big when ESPN used to uh, show it year after year, mm-hmm. and then um, I guess at one point it got so big, especially with the dot com era, whatever the heck you want to call it. Um, they started showing like uh, derivatives of Texas Hold'em or the, the World Series of Poker. They had these World Series of Poker tournaments all over the world outside of the one, the big one that they hold in Vegas. And I was really interested in that and how these poker professionals, because I couldn't, you just couldn't walk up in there as an amateur and get in, and get on the table. You get fleeced for everything that you have because mm-hmm. um, those guys are so good because for whatever reason, they have that precognition. Oh, I know this guy has um, um, 
like an ace, like two aces or whatnot. And that's basically what problems is whether or not to continue to bet or I'm just going to go ahead and fold because I know I'm outmatched on this particular hand. Mm-hmm. A lot of those guys just know. And I don't know how they do it. And it, it, it's one of those things that have been cultivated over time. And that's mm-hmm. through practice. So, yeah, it's the luck of the draw, but it's a, it's an actual skill. It's yeah. You got a great poker face. That's why I asked. I think you. Yeah, like, he does. I don't have a great poker. I know I wouldn't. You don't. I, 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 I couldn't. I couldn't play poker. Okay. So from a person that looks at your face as many hours as I have in a lifetime, oh. you got a great poker face. No one knows can look at you and tell that internally you're nervous. You're happy. <laughs> you're sad. Yeah, John. Are you angry? You do have that face. I used to call it the Whitaker face. What are you talking about? You still do. Wait, no, right. you, no, no, I'm sorry. It's not the Whitaker face. It's the Whitaker look. Yes. <laughs> Whitaker look. I think that your brain would be able to really process the game of poker and be able to analyze. And I think you would do great at that. Oh, hell no. I'd blow my brains up. Really? <laughs> no, wow. absolutely not, man. Hmm. Could you imagine how um, manic I'd be? Yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I could. Oh my God, I could. <laughs> my left brain would completely just explode. <laughs> but and you I know. Just, go oh, ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying my brain would explode trying to run all those calculations. I know I'm a numbers guy. <laughs> But to sit here and ascertain how many hearts are left and how, how many, um, uh, you know, queens and jacks and in a, in, in a particular deck, absolutely not. Listen, you're talking about not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> we go out to Vegas to do that, man. John would not go to sleep. Especially <laughs> if I lost a huge hand, I'd be up all night trying to figure out how he got me or how she got me. But you know how you see on TV where people, they go like to these warehouses for these poker Mm -hmm. games and stuff like that. Like that's a thing. You know, I know it is here in Atlanta because this guy I've dated, we went out on a couple of dates. He actually took me to one of those games and that's where I started learning how to play poker. Like an underground kumate, a karate tournament? Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was this huge warehouse and everybody was dressed all nice because I got dressed dressed because we went to dinner and it was just like, poker and you know and i maybe i shouldn't be saying this because it's illegal but um you know mm. that's that's how i learned and i was like oh i like stuff you working with the feds yo i do not work with the feds <laughs> i just know some interesting <laughs> people be taking down these operations one podcast at a time i just know some interesting <laughs> people and it's um you know so that's when i was like oh i, I think i kind of like it so i started watching poker tournaments on espn and but it's a headache. It's such a did headache. Did they pat you down when you got to the threshold? They did not. Oh, yeah, man. I wouldn't have went to something like that. I, my anxiety would be on 10. They did not. I wouldn't be able to concentrate. Thank but you, Stowe. Are yeah. you wearing a wire? No, I don't wear wires. No, the only wire I wear is, yeah, you know, no, I don't know about that. But. Oh, okay. So, thank you guys for supporting us on the podcast. If you um, <laughs> please remember to download us on Fridays, that's when the sports podcast drops. Download us on not download us. Shoot, go to YouTube, mm-hmm. search Watch for the us. Short Desk Podcast. Yes, subscribe and like, comment, watch us, share. You know, let your family know we're on. 
YouTube as well. This coming Thursday, we will be tasting a tasty beverage that Steph has picked out. What was the name of that beverage? Was it Truly Holiday Pack? Truly Holiday Pack. It is a spritzer of the wine collection. And um, look forward to doing that. So please make sure you go out and support us uh, on the sports podcast and also our YouTube show. We have episode 100 coming up, as we've talked about before. We are open to all suggestions. So if you are a listener of this show, send us a message. You can message us on you know Facebook Twitter, Instagram, or send us an email the short at the short desk podcast, not at the short desk podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If you have any suggestions or anything, I think, you know, once John, I think it was last year, maybe we tried to do the ask us anything. Was it last year? Our first year, right? Yes. And people came after the fact saying, <laughs> Oh, I forgot to ask, or I was scared to ask. What the hell are you scared for? We ain't going to give your name. <laughs> we just ask them. Just we'll read, it, read it out at random. Yeah. yeah. People can be. People are paranoid. With good yeah. reason, but people are no, paranoid. We're not going to say your name. I know that um, you guys may think I'm this crazy combustible element where I will just you know go off no i'm not i'm not gonna do that to you you know you're a listener especially if you want to stay anonymous you will stay anonymous but you know send us some ideas for episode 100 and we want to make it a fan-friendly show for you guys for supporting us thus far we well before i say that the reason why I cut Steph off. If you watched the last week's YouTube show, Steph was not on camera, and it was because she did not want to show how provocatively oh dressed my God. she was. And I so had on clothing. She went back to wire. Well, yeah, I mean, any piece that you have on your body is considered clothing. We are the Short Desk Podcast. <laughs> You, you're so busy being messy. You didn't even ask us for our songs of the week. Oh, my God. Thank you. See mm-hmm. how long it takes. You're welcome. You know, all of these stops and goes that we've had. Listen, y'all, I'm not going to lie to you. We don't recorded this podcast in two days. <laughs> <laughs> we got stopped the first time. First time it was me, I think. Or I don't know. Nobody could hear me. I could hear them. So we stopped, had to pray to the Lord, and then work with the, the, the company that recorded on to get that file because it looked like it was lost and so we done came back like we never lost anything then we went down again now we're back up again i'm all over the freaking place let's thank you steph you 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 always mm-hmm. manage to keep me in line let's go with the song of the freaking week steph lead us off what is your song of the week weary by Solange. Woo! say it again for the people in the back Weary by Solange. Mm, is that how you're feeling? It is exactly how I'm feeling. All right. Jenna, what you get? Why are you weary? I'm just weary. <laughs> Listen. What are you weary from? I, everything. Everything. I need a I need a spiritual and emotional detox. Oh boy. And you know Mama Johnson is hearing is loud and clear. So you just open up the gates. 
Um, I need a spiritual and emotional detox. I need some prayer. I need some alone time. I need some fasting. I need it all. What's going on, Steph? It's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. We we over time. Go ahead. What's your song of the week? Ain't no damn overtime. It's just like, we're going to have a three-hour show. Okay. Well, we're going to end it there. But I like how you snuck that in at the end, so I couldn't interrogate you during the show. I'm um, getting better. I'm getting better, John. Sorry. <laughs> John, what you got for Song of the Week? Show You the Way. That's by Thundercat featuring Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins. Oh, wow. It's an eclectic bunch. It most Michael, certainly is. Is this the old school? This is Michael McDonald, Michael McDonald, right? Michael, Michael McDonald, Michael McDonald. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stand y'all. <laughs> I always think about 40 year old version. But <laughs> if, I'm, if I hear I'm going to kill myself or something, that's why it gets me out. Oh my time. God. Oh my God. Like now I want to go watch it, but it's football Sunday, so I can't. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I'm going to weep for me is um, Already Home, Jay Z and Kit Cuddy. Hey. One of my favorite cuts. <laughs> from a highly, highly, in my opinion, highly underrated album. Mm. We are the short disc podcast. Holla at your girl and your boys. Maybe I'll eat your cornbread. Oh, Motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you tried to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. <laughs> You think about my cornbread, better get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Ray, chill out. No, fuck him. Fuck that. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take my cornbread. That's for anybody you motherfucking farmers out here who want to try to start some shit. You fuck around with me, there's going to be consequences of repercussions. <laughs>